0: this is a sticky one is it just me or is it everyone out there is everyone overseas at the moment we're going to talk about this morning when there's so much pain with interest rates and across the market and then you see overseas travel are things as bad as we thought maybe not stay tuned we're going to talk about some stats
1: Good morning, Michael Silvik, How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. We're going to the farm. I know. It's very exciting. It's not. A, it's not a European <sighs> vacation, but it's still very exciting.
0: Now <laughs> uh, watch out! This Sunday, the the uh, the farm boys are out from uh, from Novak together. We're going That's to Michael's it. farm, so so it's pretty cool. But um, at the moment. It's probably the topic on everyone's mind. I certainly know it comes up in a lot of conversations I have um, in the office and out of the office, and it's about overseas travel. And it seems it it feels like everyone is overseas at the moment. We're head down, bum up, um, and there's some good merits for it. And I'm I'm I've been poking these people that are overseas and not overseas and. And seeing uh, what the responses are, which we're going to share today.
1: Yeah, it's interesting to say. And look, I guess we all forget as well. Sometimes this time of year traditionally has always been when the most people go overseas to to Europe or to go escape our winter and go enjoy someone else's summer. Is it um, school school holidays are now? So this is when everyone goes because the kids are off school holidays. So it's off school. Um, I would have thought Christmas would have been,
0: but I think it's the whole European mid-year, summer mid-year. thing uh, this time of year, eh?
1: Yeah, for mid-year. And that's the thing. Christmas traditionally is probably the biggest one, but outside of that, any other time of the year, it's this time in the middle of the year that people take those sort of mid-year holidays, the ones that do.
0: Now, I've, I found out some data from a travel company. Uh, in 2018-19... You were booking a UK ticket for as cheap as fourteen fifty nine a ticket. That ticket, if you can find it, is now twenty six hundred dollars just for the airfare. Times that by four in a family, you're up four after tax, you're at about
1: six or seven just to pay for your airfares. Yeah. It's insanely expensive now. Oh, and that's the thing, that, that's off the back of COVID with it all, because oh, no one was travelling during COVID. And now everyone, it seems to be, wants to go travelling at the same time again. And it's all gone more expensive. Hotels, airfares, everything. Inflation in general. It's, um,
0: uh, I, I read that with the airfares, the major contributor to the airfares, um, is labour, uh, sorry, fuel and labour. Mm, that makes which sense. Which sort of, uh, that's what they're blaming and it makes sense. Now, Michael,
1: um... Who do you know that's gone overseas? Um, um, A couple of people. My sister's overseas. (laughs) Um, She's in Europe at the moment. But um, a few friends that I know are not overseas yet but are planning to go overseas as they've planned and they're going to be overseas within the next sort of month or two. Um, And a lot of these guys as well that I've spoken to, they haven't been overseas for the past since COVID. So for a lot of people as well, um, this is sort of their first holiday they've taken, the proper holiday they've taken since COVID as well. So this could almost be sometimes a little bit of a build-up of, yes, people took um, holidays the second they were able to when, when the borders opened, but for a lot of people as well, I think what maybe it was traditionally a holiday year that they did. They haven't taken the past couple of years because of COVID, they've saved, and then this is the year.
0: And don't forget that um, in America and in Europe, a lot of borders were open. Um, Lisa said she spoke to an Eastern Suburbs agent yesterday. He said the handful of staff in the office arrest were in Europe. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Lisa Kramer, a lot of agents I'm chatting to, are saying uh, their heads are in Greece. Uh, Yep. I think you're right. I think there's been a pressure cooker. Um, America and, and Europe are... Most, most part of COVID had their, had their um, borders open. Australia did not. We locked ourselves away. So there's definitely a pressure cooker there. What really, I think what really gets up people's minds is that the media, the last three to six to nine months has, all, has been a lot about interest rates, yes. uh, has been a lot about affordability with rentals um affordability Hmm. uh with rising costs of living uh with inflation uh the media's been having an absolute frenzy and then um individually people have actually done the complete opposite by going overseas on a a, a nice on a nice holiday um which you know is a luxury um you know so i think even if the stats are that people aren't travelling traveling more, it just feels like more because it's so counter... It's sort of the opposite of exactly what we've been believing, well, reading than believing in the last three or six months. Yeah. Now, there's always the media that says, you know, look, people have saved more than ever through COVID. There's always the media that says people have saved a lot at a 2% interest rate. There's always the media that says, um, you know, they're... Uh, uh, one quarter 25% of the last purchases in in, um, New South Wales had Mm -hmm. no mortgage Yeah, 25% of purchases had no mortgage so and then it makes you sort of wonder about that mortgage cliff is it as bad as it's going to be as you think um, when there's this many people overseas hey maybe it's not that bad for everyone.
1: Well, this is the thing. And I, we sort of touched on it in previous topics in the past and the idea of transfer of wealth. When interest rates go up, it does not mean that every single individual is struggling because of it. Um, a lot of people do, and that's people that hold debt because obviously the <coughs> debt is more expensive. For someone that is not holding debt, either a they might be renting yes it's gone up more but they've decided we don't want to invest in a mortgage we've actually got all of our money in other assets that are that are generating income for us or for someone maybe that's retired that's consolidating their debt people that do not have debt at the moment and this is probably not spoken about as much in the media are doing it the best they've done it in the past couple of years in terms of their returns on their investments Um, and so what you might find is there's a lot of these people that these might be the guys that are going overseas. Um, at the moment and potentially as well in terms of this more interest rate cliff and obviously slightly off topic to people going overseas but as agents we're seeing a lot of um, buyers come through properties and of course no one's going to tell us their exact financial situation but if you're out looking to buy property in this market at the moment with the way interest rates are you must be in a somewhat strong financial position and why people are in that position i'd be curious to know and what you might find is these interest rate mortgage cliffs that are so-called going to be coming up or have been happening. Um, Even if someone has to sell, and I've seen it happen time and time again, when we have an owner that maybe wants to sell more, um, they're more motivated than other vendors, it still gets eaten up by the demand. If there's enough buyers that want to buy a good property, even if an owner would take a cheaper price, the market will still dictate it. And if there's enough people still out there looking to buy throughout the course of the year, irregardless of how much people need to sell, it's still going to hold those prices buoyant. So I think there's just been a bit of a shift, a bit of a transfer. Of course, the media is always going to sort of back the side of the battler and it makes sense. Um, but I think there's the unspoken bit of people that are actually tweeting all right at the moment, but it's a bit more taboo to talk about.
0: Lisa Kramer says, haven't seen the effect of interest rates and rate rises in the East yet. Um, it's true. But, Michael, um, I think let's be let's be brutal about this. Um some people deserve the holidays. They've been working like absolute dogs. They've been saving like fiends, and they just got to do it for their family. Um, yeah. Let's be brutal about this. Australian travel is goddamn expensive. Um, yes. If shouldn't say that. So I'll take that back. Goddamn. Um, it's it's really expensive to take a trip in Australia. Domestic flights. Um, all the cheapy flights are, are gone. Taken up um and if you want to travel any if you want to get a uh an airbnb or you want to get a hotel room around australia you are going to get walloped um yeah. so it starts to make the overseas stuff more uh attractive when the domestic stuff is so expensive and it really yeah. is to get to rock around australia even if you're jumping in a car with fuel costs and jumping in a plane or whatever it is it's it's expensive so I guess it, it, it lends itself out to doing some of these overseas trips to make them sometimes more economical than the domestic trip.
1: Yeah, and also I've seen a lot of people have pivoted with their lifestyle as well. And these, once again, might be the people that are the ones that are still going overseas. There's a lot of people that probably can their holidays from us. Um, but there are people overseas. So we're just trying to, for you guys that are just tuned in, talking about why everyone's going overseas at the moment, um, we're just trying to sort of knuckle down. It's doing my and- head in.
0: It's doing my heading.
1: Exploring ideas why. Why are people doing it? Um, Another idea that I thought of, and I know a lot of clients are doing this, people that are in the rental market at the moment, I'm speaking to a lot of people that are renting as well that go, traditionally maybe before, before rents obviously went up the crazy way that they did, let's say maybe five years plus ago, if you went out to go rent, you go rent by yourself. You go rent an apartment with your partner or you go rent an apartment as an individual um, and then you go rent it. Versus I know a lot of people now, Rents have obviously gone up a lot, 20%, 30%. But they're going, okay, I'm going to go rent a two-bedroom apartment. I'm going to go share it with a flatmate. All of a sudden, your rental cost has completely halved and you can keep your lifestyle. Yes, your lifestyle at home is a little bit different because you're living with someone. But now your lifestyle in terms of holidays, everything else, you probably keep the same. Um, so I think people are... So they've,
0: they've consolidated their costs in a lot of our, lot of, lot of our other areas in their, in their local life and they're rewarding
1: themselves. Aussies love travel. If they can, they will.
0: <laughs> and and I I got to share a story I had yesterday with a friend. Um, we were talking about another friend, which is a builder. So he's sold two investment properties. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's he's had a great building company for a lot of years. Went, fell into hard times. Um, sold two investment properties and has now gone on a six-week European holiday. So a guy that in business, it's been um, trying and and, and very, very hard. um, Instead of doubling down and working harder, um, he sold his investment to investment properties and went overseas, then went overseas for six weeks rather than just laying low. Now, Mm. I, I, I think we've got to be careful on this because... There's also, there's the financial side of it and uh, the, the, the fiscal side of it and there's the mental side of it. And I think for this guy's mental health, fantastic. He's spending time with his family, he's relaxing yeah. his brain, he's going to come back stronger um, where one person may think, what the hell are you doing that for? That's You've just sold two investment properties and businesses crap the at uh, the last year. Um, you're against the wall to taking your holiday for six weeks in Europe, like You know, rich to him, it's his life. He's worked 20 or 30 years for these investment properties and he's taken a break with his fam. So, you know, there's all these different aspects that we can look at.
1: Yeah, and that that sort of lines up also with what I'm seeing. There's a lot of um, our investors that are selling, a lot of your investors in general that are selling properties at the moment um, because that's the thing that people are selling first. You're not going to sell the family home first when times get tougher. You're going to sell off the discretionary spending and then you're going to sell off the investments first before you move the family. So, yeah, we are starting to see that a bit as well and what people choose to do with that money because normally if you're selling off an investment, that's a bit of a lump sum normally coming your way. What you choose to do with that, it's very interesting.
0: And that's a show, that's that's what we're thinking and that's what we're (laughs) seeing in relation to holidays in Australia. I hope uh, it's a similar sentiment to what other people are thinking out there. Michael, thank you.
1: Thank you, Mark. I'm very curious, guys. Anyone that has opinions as well, why they think people are doing it as well at the moment, please pop it in the comments even after the live. Um, I'd be very curious, Mark, and I always read through them just to understand what people think, why this is happening as well. It's just, it's
0: just, um, It's so counterintuitive when when you deal with rising costs and interest rates and stuff. And then you look at this overseas. um, One third of people cannot afford overseas travel at the moment. They're the stats. Um, 27% can't afford to buy an air ticket. Um, So I think that, um, yeah, it's interesting. Interesting Mm -hmm. times.
1: That's it. Thanks,
0: Mark. Thanks, mate. Take care.